Hi, I'm Meredith. And I'm Curtis. And we are the pastors of Pomona Valley Church, a new church in Southern California that wants to follow Jesus into the world together. Apart. As a church, we have a high value on equipping each person to build their own rhythm of life, a set of habits or practices that help a person joyfully and sustainably follow God. But for a lot of us, those habits and practices that we used to know simply aren't available anymore, or they don't work anymore. If that's you, then this mini-series is for you. Each episode, we will talk about one question that might help you rebuild your rhythm for these socially distanced, totally disrupted days that we find ourselves in. And we're going to kick things off with question number one. How much sleep do I need? When we all first went into safer-at-home mode, there was a glut of articles offering explanations and commentary about a phenomenon that seemed to be shared by so many people. We were exhausted. People felt like they were having trouble staying awake or that they suddenly needed naps. And a common reason cited by experts for this was that this is such a dramatic upheaval of life as we know it that it is, at a minimum, a little T trauma. Depending on the specifics of our stay-at-home version of life, we might have more things that we have to do than there are hours in the typical waking day. And we might now find that we are two months in, having slept less than ever, despite hearing all the time about all this extra time we supposedly have because we're at home. We might find that if we try to go to sleep, we simply can't because of the stress or anxiety of it all. Or perhaps, like us, you have kids that wake you up at night. Ours have definitely slept worse since this all happened. Which means they wake me up a lot. And I'm finding it a lot harder than usual to go back to sleep if that happens these days. So whether this is the same answer you would have given before this all happened, or maybe there's a new answer because this all has happened, this question is important. How much sleep do you need? Wait a minute. I thought this was a miniseries about rebuilding the rhythm of our life with God. Shouldn't we be starting with something more spiritual? We thought a lot about what we mean when we say we want to follow Jesus. And the phrase we landed on is that we hope we can help people feel like they have tools to joyfully and sustainably live the one another's from the Bible, neighbor well, and do justice. And I think we would all agree that there is no sustainability without sleep. Sleep, in that sense, is a spiritual practice. You know, I think of the psalm where the writer says that they lie down to sleep because God will care for them. I don't know that that is a metaphor for having some sort of peaceful state of mind. I think it's literal, that there's something about surrendering your body and your mind to sleep and to stop working and to stop worrying. There's this practice of sort of trusting God to keep the world spinning and to keep you safe while you sleep. This idea that everything will still be there when you wake up and you can stop. Yeah, so sleep is kind of a mini Sabbath. So this is our brilliant super spiritual advice for thinking about this first question. What would happen... If you went to bed earlier, what would happen if you slept in later? Can you take a nap? Also, do you think you might need to change your sleep habits for this indefinite future? Or do you just need a week to catch up because you're overly tired? If you can't sleep, have you thought about talking to a professional about that? Maybe now's the time. I think we've mentioned before that our kids are early risers. That has always been true. And between daylight savings and this disruption, we are regularly awake at 5 around here. Now, the kids are not allowed to come out of their rooms until 6.30, but the fact remains that if I rely on the sleep that I want to get between 5 and 6.30 as essential sleep, well, we're going to be underslept. And we realized at some point along the way that we just 
had to have an earlier bedtime if we were going to have a sustainable rhythm. How we actually uphold that bedtime will probably be a story for the episode the day after tomorrow. Ooh, tune back in to hear how we get to sleep. Riveting. If you're something of a sleep skeptic, whether that's about sleep itself or perhaps you're something of a body skeptic who hasn't been in a lot of spaces that thought of God's work in us as deeply connected to being embodied creations, can we offer just one last thought for you to consider? The abundance of language about ideas like a soul or spirit has often come at the expense of our bodies. But we are created by God with these bodies as integral parts of who we are. They are the way that we express ourselves to the world around us. They're the way we relate to God. If our lives with God are oriented towards expressing love for one another and for our neighbor and doing the work of justice in the world, those have to be actions that we do with our bodies that show love to God. So when it comes to finding a rhythm that works with our day-to-day life in the pandemic, here's our first question. How much sleep do you need? Even if the answer seems completely unattainable, try answering the question honestly, and then let that marinate for a while. Maybe if you just sit with the truth of what you need for a bit, an idea or two might come your way for how you could get more sleep than you're getting now. That's where we want to start for today. We'll be back tomorrow with another question for helping us rebuild our rhythm. Thanks for taking the time. We hope that you stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.